Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. This week's Talking Simpsons is brought to you by Audible. And Talking Simpsons listeners can go to audibletrial.com slash lasertime and get a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial. Ahoy hoy everybody and welcome to Talking Simpsons where we prefer the smell of bank customers. I am your host Bob Mackey and I'm also a military strongman. Who else is here today? Uh, Christopher No Good Nick Antista. Oh, I hate those guys. Systems analyst Henry Gilbert. <laughs> and today's episode is all about separate vocations which aired on February 27th, 1992. Chris, what happened on this mythical day in history? Oh, Bobby, you would not believe what happened on this day in history. Uh, unemployment is at a record 7.3%. Chevy Chase's Memoirs of an Invincible Man becomes an instant classic in movie theaters, and NBC announces it will drop Saturday morning cartoons as of next September. Ah. Damn, Yo-Yogi killed it, man. <laughs> Could have been that, or Space Cats, or oh, whatever Space the Knights hell else. Knights of the Roundtable. Yes, that one, I too. I remember being very bummed about this. If you listen, We have a laser time with a uh, very funny April Richardson, AP mm. on Twitter. Uh, you may have seen her on Chelsea Lately and other things. She's obsessed with Saved by the Bell, and I hated it for canceling cartoons around yeah, this time. It was I, much I, cheaper paying non-union high school kids to prance <laughs> around as one stage for mm-hmm. 22 minutes. Mm-hmm. I not only hated Saved by the Bell, I hated everything they replaced the cartoons with. Mm. Like it was real bad. Well, like, was like, say, when Saved by the Bell is the best part uh, of yeah. that group, like yeah, it, it's bad time. Saved by the Bell is like The Wire compared to California <laughs> Dreams yeah. and whatever the else, like Hoop, ha- hanging out or the yeah. Hang Zone. I don't know what was the, there was a basketball one. I do remember that. Yeah, but, uh, uh, Cal- life. Lost the history, but not the Simpsons. In this episode, I, I think it's a very Rugratsy episode in, really? in the vein of um, mm. Bart the General, where it's all, it's mm. kids doing adult stuff, like an adult thing put in the context mm. of kids, like Bart being like this hardcore uh, policeman, police wow, authority I figure. Never, I never thought of it like that. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. It is. It is kind of like the the kids play dress up, and it's a one to one matchup. Well, in like instead of bombs, they're throwing water balloons, and mm-hmm. instead of a police officer, instead of a fascist state, he just grabs people by the arm and sends them to detention. Yeah, the Lisa does correctly identify Bart as a fascist, but this episode <laughs> starts <laughs> off uh, with a parody of a famous uh, standardized test that I took yeah. several times. Here it is. We're going to take a test. All right, a test. It's called the Career Aptitude Normalizing Test, or CANT. Some of you may discover a wonderful vocation you never even imagined. Others may find out life isn't fair. In spite of your masters from Bryn Mawr, you might end up a glorified babysitter to a bunch of dead-eyed fourth graders while your husband runs naked on a beach with your marriage counselor. (laughs) First question. If I could be any animal, I would be A, a carpenter ant, 
B, a nurse shark, or C, a lawyer bird? <laughs> oh, God, I love Question it. 60. <laughs> I prefer the smell of A, gasoline, B, French fries, or C, bank customers. Oh, I, I, yeah, that's, that yeah. is one of my lines of the show. Yeah. I love that so much. I never studied for tests, but I always found tests very easy to read, not necessarily yeah. the aptitude tests. Because I remember I kind of like, I kind of nudged my aptitude test towards mm-hmm. stuntman and got it. <laughs> like, I just yeah. knew that would be something like that. No, that was the thing you realize as a kid. Uh, once you realize that as a kid, of like, oh, these tests are made by people. Like, it's not, yeah. you know, it's not some deity handing this down. They want an answer and you can twist it. They expect you to, as a kid to not know that you can turn, yeah. the, you can direct it a way you want. It's and, all about playing the game or like learning the yeah. rules and playing it right. And, uh, uh, this is another episode written by George Meyer, who his. His episodes definitely have a, a feel of like cynicism? hatred, absolute cynicism, <laughs> a hatred of family, authority, and and schools, mm-hmm. and but also of a smart kid who came to hate school, yeah. mm-hmm. which definitely comes through in that. And just God, the allegedly the, the, the obviousness of those questions mm-hmm. of like a lawyer, bird. A lawyer, bird. <laughs> it's so great. It's great. Like I think I think one of the people in the commentary said, as long as one viewer walked away hating cops, George would be happy. <laughs> yes, yeah. And that... I, I do want to rewind a bit. Uh, uh, they blew a, a ton of Edna Krabappel's backstory with just yeah. one joke. And keeping in mind, I haven't watched the show in probably eight years. Like, yeah. That could be an episode, like learning what happened to Edna. Because I, I don't yeah. think they ever revisit that. She mentions that. Like, the degree her ex-husband had. No, like, no, that's her degree. She, oh, went, her she degree. went to Bryn Mawr. Bryn Mawr. That's, yeah. a, that's, that's a crazy. School. I wonder yeah. what she mentioned. They should address in. it this season. Well, oh, yeah, she is canonically uh, dead now, uh, so they never will. Unless they never they're disrespectful will. like they were Lunch Lady Doris. <laughs> hey, they, no, I, I still they don't created, forgive them. They created a oh, Lunch right. Lady Dora. <laughs> yes. they, they brought back a Doris briefly, but She's then dating they made Tony. Mm. Oh, and by the way, this episode, uh, this, this episode also won Nancy Cartwright an Emmy for her performance. Really? Oh, wow. This was the one they submitted this for her a, nomination. And, a yeah. great performance. Also, a bit of trivia. I believe on a previous episode... Way a long time ago, I talked about mm. I was after a Simpsons animation cell. Mm. The cell was Bart, Bart being handed the hall monitors. Oh, wow. I thought it was going to be no Bart background. taking a picture of his own butt. Oh, that would be. If, if that's ever online, please please alert me. Because <laughs> there's at least two episodes where that happens. Yeah. Yeah, but let's not get it. That's, that's my Twitter background. Uh, but the, <laughs> really I, is. The, the Iowa doing the. the is that a joke thing? I don't get? Bob, you're from Iowa. I'm from Ohio. An Iowa like state. Uh, it's actually very far away, but just as boring. <laughs> And they're very dead on in that uh, the Iowa test mm-hmm. might not exist anymore thanks to No Child Left Behind. As they have a new uh, it was really a standard thing. of testing. It was a real thing. Wow. Um, that's why the tests go to Iowa in this episode because mm-hmm. all of the testing stuff came from Iowa. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you had to pay for it, but it was basically they were getting free um, – What's the word I'm looking for? Census data? Tax subsidies? I guess something? data. They were oh, getting data, free data about students and learning and oh, things and like that. Oh, selling the data to people. Data to I don't know what they did with it, but you could just mm. Sold it to Capri test. Sun, man. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. They're selling our futures. No, when I was a kid, I felt like Florida, Chris, I think Chris actually might know a bit more about this than hmm. me, but Florida like would have its own... Thing, testing, yeah, it would have FCAT. It would make it wouldn't do national standardized testing stuff. They would do it just for Florida. We don't cotton those other states. <laughs> I, I would also hear from like teachers who would move to Florida to continue being teachers. They're like, "Why well, have to sub for like a year until I can pass my Florida test? Mm. I pass the test that lets me teach in forty nine other states, but Florida's like, no, 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 got to." <laughs> 
pass our test too, teacher. Does not have a reputation of a very educated populace. This is going to no. sound weird, but I really like doing standardized tests because really? they were easy. <laughs> yeah. And they yeah. gave you so much time. So it was like, I'm going to bring all my Nintendo powers to school, my old Redwall books, ah. and I'm going to finish the test in 45 minutes and then have like two and a half hours to kill. I am when I'm I, done. I did like I don't know. I did like having just the number two pencil and just the feel of filling yes. something in. That the was the order. <laughs> yeah, uh, the order and of the it. kids' results, baby. J. Lauren Pryor is back. Systems analyst. Systems analyst. Systems analyst. All right. Homemaker. Mm-hmm. It's like a mommy. Boom. Police officer will all be jiggered. <laughs> if you'd like to learn more, I could arrange for you to ride along in a police car for a night. Hey. I don't need you to get me in the back of a police car. Well, I really think you should consider this. You know, before I saw these test results, I had you pegged as a drifter. Wow, a drifter. Lousy <laughs> sheriff. Run me out of town. He's lost my vote. Cool. <laughs> Bart had nowhere to go but up as far as his aspirations it. went. This is one of many flashbacks uh, or dream sequences where something horrible happens to the Bart, but he thinks it's cool. I think yeah, even yeah. the stripper thing. All he, yeah. he, walks all away he from wanted that to going, be cool. was Rambo without a military pension. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really love the look of Drifter Bart. Oh, that you know that reminds me. This episode mm-hmm. opened with something that was at the opening of the Homer at the Bat as well of three thought balloons like right at the start. I you know oh, right. I have something going on. <laughs> And then the characters just imagine a little mm. cartoon. It, it had kind of the feel of like a Garfield and Friends type joke or something. Yeah, like it, one of those really tiny shorts. Yeah, a very visual gag. But uh, There's an increase in cutaways in fantasy sequence oh, as yeah. we yeah. move forward. I Season mean, four is practically Family Guy in terms of how often it cuts away. That's much. not me insulting it, but it does the same thing. Uh, I also love when the kid gets salmon gutter. Uh, <laughs> Ralph gets salmon gutter. Military strongman. They really misread Milhouse. <laughs> and, and my dad loved the system analyst joke because that was his job title at the time and he laughed because he knew it was like a joke no kid (laughs) wants to be a systems analyst they don't know what that even is as someone with no practical skill what is a systems analyst it's uh, they analyze systems. It, it, Bobby I got mean, systems. I know Colin Super Nuisance Phone is one on uh, King of the Hill. Yeah, it's kind. Of, <laughs> I, it's related to economic or like uh, auditing a company, like keeping track of the money and stuff. But this was also just a, a ongoing thing in my childhood with my dad of asking, like I would see on shows, including The Simpsons, characters asking their dad, "Well, hey, dad, what do you do for a living anyway?" And then the dad explaining it to their kid. And my dad would never tell me. Like, I would just say, so what do you do? He's like, never say. Like, and I think my dad is a guy who had begun his life in like law enforcement. And he had worked as like, he'd worked as a deputy in California. And he had also, well, he'd worked like as a bailiff at a court house, then a deputy. Then he tried to run for sheriff and would have been elected. And the guy closed down. They they like shut down the sheriff's office so he, he could be it. Was he hilarious and, and charming like Bull from Night Court? No, oh, damn it! No, you so. ruined it for me. Uh, you but, know who else want to be a police officer? Mm-hmm. Homer. Yeah. Oh. You know your father wanted to be a policeman for a little while, but they said he was too heavy. No, the army said I was too heavy. The police said I was too dumb. Uh. Well, I'm gonna be a famous mm. jazz musician. I've got it all figured out. Yeah. I'll be unappreciated in my own country, but my gutsy blue stylings will electrify the French. I'll avoid <laughs> the horrors of drug abuse, but I do. I plan to have several torrid love affairs, and I may or may not die young. I haven't decided. Honey, if that's what you want, we'll do anything we can to help. Wait a minute. <laughs> Isn't anybody going to follow in my footsteps? I love this. 
This was a big uh, belly laugh at the Mackey estate this morning. <laughs> I forgot that howl. Just, yeah. And the, and the, the characters all just like, they are all looking around for so long. Yeah. You feel like one of them would have spoken by this point. Uh, though I do like the kind of division between Marge and Lisa, which I think they've they've played on in, in other episodes, even as recently as this season. The episode I watched called um, uh, The Martian Chronicles. It's where Marge and Lisa are going to go to Mars. Oh, mm. It's it's a five. Whatever. <laughs> what? They went to Mars? Not really, but okay. they were training... <sighs> Well, I'm not going to explain We'll it. get to I'm it in gonna... 12 years. <laughs> yeah, but but anyway, the division between them was the Lisa's like, Lisa thinks she's smarter than Marge mm-hmm. and and kind of belittles Marge of thinking like, well, yeah, you're just a homemaker. Who cares? Like, you you gave up your dreams. Yeah, you don't all you do is anything. take care of me, you loser. <laughs> yeah, and, so, and then Marge, Marge rebelling, or not rebelling, but pushing back against realizing that Lisa kind of doesn't respect her. Yeah. And so you get a little bit of that in this episode. The Marge takes it with better humor mm-hmm. of just Lisa saying, like, I'd rather be dead than a homemaker. Marge's like, but that's the life I chose. <laughs> so I, I well, chose. Well, uh, she graduated high school to, yeah. uh, yeah. to accomplish. Uh, but then also, you have to have some sympathy for Lisa because she suffers oh from, from the very same disease that'll keep Donald Trump out of the presidency. Oh, cool. That poor man. So, you think she has talent? <laughs> sure. Oh, do you think she could be a professional someday? Oh, Lord, no. But I practice every day. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll be frank with you, Lisa. And, and when I say frank, I mean, you know, devastating. <laughs> You've inherited a finger condition known as stubbiness. It usually comes from the father's side. Oh, stupid fingers. You're wrong. You're wrong. You don't need long fingers to play the blues. The blues come from in here. My God, they are stubby. Aww, poor Lisa. I like that you can hear the carbonation of the beer as yes. it spills onto the carpet. That's, That's a great sound. foley. The yeah. only sound that I didn't get is just Homer and Bart devastating Marge's smiley-faced breakfast. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of gulping sounds. It's like, just... Ow, ow. Dan Castellaneta has a way of yell eating that I've never yeah. been able to replicate without almost choking. <laughs> I think you need to fill your mouth with something safe. <laughs> but that stubbiness gag was such that is a total family guy joke of, oh, you have stubbiness, quick cut away to Homer, yeah. they apply that, and then back here. You know, something that you see in flash forwards for Lisa, it, it, it's something I kind of forgot that she really doesn't become, in none of the flash forwards or imagining of her life, they don't have her be a professional saxophone. That is saxophone true. guy. Yeah. Like <laughs> saxophone she, guy. Yeah, the, she doesn't play the saxophone professionally. She, I think they maybe see like the creators see that as kind of like too too little for Lisa. That mm. she she's a brilliant person who could end up being the first non lesbian president of America. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I do, but I really like this episode because uh, Lisa becomes disillusioned because. She, her, her life path is disrupted, but yeah. Bart actually finds a purpose or a thing he likes, which yeah. he has never been motivated towards anything. Never he motivated goes before. And they realize, like, it, it's such a funny idea that a bad kid mm-hmm. who defies authority realizes, oh, I sh- I'm going to be a cop. He can really shake things up on the inside. So he goes on a ride-along while Lisa is learning about her bad fingers. Do you need straight A's to be a cop? <laughs> <laughs> hey, fellas, let's go shoot some bad guys. Oh, it doesn't quite work that way, son. People see movies like Big Bang and they think it's all bang, bang, shoot them up, cops and robbers. Let's roll. One <laughs> <laughs> from Tango. Love we are this. in pursuit of a speeding individual driving a red <laughs> car. License number eggplant Xerxes crybaby overbite narwhal. <laughs> oh no, cops! Snake. It's not Snake's first appearance, right? No, it's okay. not Snake's first voice, though, right? No, no, no. Oh, he's really? uh, 
it's like uh, he's on the phone in. Um, yes. Yeah, he's on the phone oh, getting invited Bart's to party. Bart's party. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we should be the... keeping more better track of this because because no, also the ther- I, is this the I wanted to know if this is the last appearance from the therapist. You remember his name? Lauren Pryor. Uh, J. Lauren Pryor. No, yeah. he'll actually appear in the episode that explains why Lisa has a saxophone. Mm. Remember, he has a quick joke of saying like, "And Bart has such obvious homosexual tendencies. Bart's gay. Oh, Bart! <laughs> you realize it's Millhouse he's <laughs> talking about." Uh, but I also I, want to compliment just is, this is one of the things I miss about The Simpsons and maybe it was to parody a certain kind of cop show here yeah but definitely the, they're going for a Quinn Martin production the, uh, yeah, kind yeah, of the thing the music is yeah. so cool in the next couple episodes the camera is too. see you in hell <laughs> punk cliffhanger act two death drives <laughs> a stick that's definitely see a Quinn Martin thing I remember, I remember how confused I was <laughs> yeah. when I saw this live as a kid because they'd never done a to be continued before, and it was just a joke. It's mm-hmm. like when they put the Bart get, get hit by a car thing on the yeah. screen, kind of. Like, no, but no, we'll but never a, do this again. But here's a, a funny thing to do. I remember my my world was rocked. I'd only really seen it in like Back to the Future Two, to be continued. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't even know what those yeah. words mean. Yeah, uh, and you don't it? know when it's coming back, and like, yeah, and I can't gauge how long I've been watching the episode. Is this over? What the hell are they talking yeah. about? And I, and I love that on the DVD, the jokes ruined. Yeah. <laughs> Because there's or no better, I don't know. Yeah, as a kid in '92, I hadn't seen any no, '70s totally. TV shows. I, I still or, really haven't seen any '70s. Really. Uh, cop I mean, shows. those didn't get syndicated much when we were kids. Yeah, like yeah. what got syndicated was like Donna Reed or or really more '50s and '70s or uh, comedies. Uh, but in the whole cop bit, there's so many great bits in uh, there. Those, like uh, yeah, yes, uh, Homer I, freaking out about the copper wire. That's awesome. Yeah, we club people with it. I love that line. Just the, <laughs> the same, and, and also uh, polling the electorate. Oh, yeah, filthy joke! Yeah, yeah. It's such a gross joke. I never got. I didn't understand what hot and cold running chicks mean, but I guess it's like hot and cold running water. You are so gay. <laughs> I guess, so it means it's like hot and cold running water, except... Like, you can just get chicks whenever you want. Yeah, I, guess, yeah. I, I, I can infer that. Now. I do like the animation when Bart is just firing the gun yeah. wildly. That, that deserves so, to be Frankie act right can now. Can you believe... Bart fired a, a firearm in he the was third season. A loaded gun, and he was and firing it at a car. I just, I it just seems like is like wow. Is that too far? Like I Bart know. shouldn't be firing a gun yet. That should be a whole episode this at some is, point. This is against every rule in the book. But can you cover us? And he's just like the, then the next shot of him just like idly standing with a gun at his side. Like um, why am I holding? Bart had him? bad trigger, trigger control. I think it, it reminds me. In uh, remember in Grindhouse where the the mother gives her son the gun and like it, when the zombie yeah. apocalypse is happening. In the in the first one, uh, the one that isn't dead, death proof that is Planet Terror. In Planet Terror, the the you know the zombies are coming, and she's like, gives her son a revolver and says, "You got to protect yourself." And she's like, "Your video games, you'll be fine. Just hold on." She closes the door to her car, leaves him there, and he immediately shoots himself in the head. Like that's <laughs> totally uh, forgot about that. About that. Me too. Uh, you were talking about the cop lines. I am giving Wiggum my uh, line yeah. of the show. That's the joke. Ah, looks like you just bought yourself a lottery ticket to jail. He's unconscious, sir. Ah, oh, I can still hear things. Sir, I know what I want to be when I grow up. A cop. Well, until then, son, I'm going to make you an honorary police officer. Eddie, give me your badge. 
<laughs> I like it. Like uh, number one, his quip makes no sense. Number two, he's talking to a guy that's knocked out. That's what I love yeah. about it. I can say other things. This is a real improvement, though, for Eddie Lou and Wigan because in the last episode they railroaded Steve Sachs oh, that's in right. jail for the rest of his life. And it's and funny th- uh, how still they're 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 holding back on using Wigan because Eddie and Lou are there, and Wigan pulls up after it's all over. Like there could have been a lot of funny Wigan lines yeah. in that scene, but they chose to hold back. And a stupid, yeah. stupid note. He gets out of his car before it stops moving. It just looked oh, dangerous oh, to me. Weird. It looked dangerous to me. I also do love the line, damn boxes when they're chasing him. But <laughs> but it and when I thought about it too, it was just like Snake tries to kill Bart. Mm-hmm. Like and that for a character who will be a regular character on yeah. the show, I feel like they can forgive him trying to kill Apu, like he shot Apu many times, but that he he was trying to murder a little boy. And after he was so kind to Apu with that nylon yeah. rope. Almost, almost sensual. sensual. Yeah. Yeah. Snake's murderous nature just seems part of the Springfield ecosystem. It's like getting mad at a bear. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I... Or, or a puma. Lake Vigilant Puma. Puma. Principle of the mountains. <laughs> oh, that that Puma here. didn't come back much in the show <laughs> as the school mascot, yeah. but I can tell oh, you a few a few major instances it did. But I'm sure, yeah, yeah. that's true. Uh, the ones when I think of the Puma, I think of the first run of Simpson Comics in 1994. Mm-hmm. They actually got into the Puma a lot, and in the Bartman comics. He would fight a masked man called the Puma, who was obviously Skinner, and so not was, the Puma man. No, no, no the he's Puma not the, the Puma he's man. Not the Puma man. Uh, Why is like a moron? Like the Puma. And, I, and I'm skipping over the the little Marge sequence. I love it. Is, yeah. It is so cute. Yeah. It's like that. I think if that came out now, that would just be merchandise overnight, and everybody would be dressing like that at Comic Con. Your little Marge minifig, yes, or whatever. Oh, yes. Yeah. Cities on the moon. She just her her feet are tucked in, pointing at one another, and she's all little and cute, yeah. and I, her I, voice is sped up. It's great. I love how deflated Marge was after that anecdote. She's like, "Oh, I actually didn't do anything by telling this story." All right, I do yeah. have it. You oh, know okay. what I want to be when I grow up? <laughs> A girl on the oatmeal box. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm going to be an astronaut. Women can't be astronauts. Why not? They distract the men astronauts so they wouldn't keep their minds on the road. There will, too, be women astronauts. (laughs) It's true. And we'll all live in cities on the moon. So, you see, my sisters were wrong. Except about the cities on the moon. I was wrong about that. So, well, you can see how anyone can be wrong. Oh, that's a great uh, reading. That, that's uh, great. March yeah. didn't doesn't get many things like yeah. that. That was more like a Homer story, and so I was glad March got to have a funny story yeah. like that. And they're, they're figuring out giving her things to do, yeah, I mean, which is great. Yeah, I mean, this is post-Rancher Relaxo, and she, she got a lot to do then. Simpsons will be right back. Ahoy, hoy, everybody. I know I'm stealing Bob's line here, but it's important because I have to talk to you about Audible, which has helped bringing the show to you today. Yeah, you like this podcast? Odds are you'll like audiobooks, radio shows, podcasts, the beautiful menagerie of uh, spoken entertainment, as they call it, that Audible has to offer you. Uh, and guess what? Talking Simpsons listeners can go to audibletrial.com slash lasertime and get started with a free book and a free 30-day trial just using that link. I know what you're asking. What kind of stuff does Audible have on there? Well, they have your Harry Potters and your Game of Thrones and your girl that kicked the, the carcass of doom. And uh, what, I don't know what the girl series is called. But they, they, I, looked, I went and looked for specific Simpsons stuff. 
and I, of course they have they have tons of Simpson stuff. A lot of it related to O.J. Simpson, a character I've never heard of, but we're only in the third season. But look at this. We put the spring in Springfield, chronicling the golden era of the Simpsons by Justin Sedgwick. Aha! That is yours free by going to audibletrial.com slash laser time, so, as well as The Gospel According to Simpsons, um, a book that explores the spiritual life of the world's most animated family, or even The Simpsons and Their Mathematical Secrets. That's a right triangle, you idiot. Yes, I believe the whole book is about the stupid math stuff hidden throughout The Simpsons. But again, there's that, of course, there's that, and a bunch of other stuff you might be interested in, and you can go there and check it out at audibletrial.com slash lasertime to get your free 30-day trial and your free audiobook just for giving it a shot. Thank you so much, Audible. Back to the show. You like Laser Time shows? Then you might like Bonus Time, Laser Time's weekly bonus show exclusively on patreon.com slash laser time. Here's a taste of what you've been missing. Zero Time Dilemma came out on 3DS and I was trying to call around. Uh, calling around to GameStop, it was always like, look, thanks for calling GameStop. Were you? And I'm like, oh, right. There's like a 60-second preamble yeah. before I can engage with you, human. I, I know it will towards the person who has to do it because like yeah. that's your job. And for all you know, I, I'm the district manager calling just to see oh, if you did it. That's... Um, just so you can go, you weren't nice enough. Oh, yeah. really? For five twenty-five <laughs> an hour, I wasn't uh, nice yeah. enough. You didn't mention all six of the add-on things per sale. I worked at Suncoast, the movie yeah. outlet in the mall, and I'm like, I have never in my life, at twenty years old, had a job that I'm good at. I am really good at this job. And then every every morning, when I'd be chewed out, you didn't sell enough Sports Illustrated. I don't want to push that shit. I'm, I can literally sell any movie in this fucking store to anybody. That kid, with I'm the, the Ricky Roma yeah. of the of, of Suncoast employees. And it didn't fucking matter how many Directv subscriptions. That kid buying a Dumb and Dumber on VHS really needed a Sports <laughs> Illustrated subscription. He just good. wanted to buy Fair Game. <laughs> <laughs> what a beautiful choice! <laughs> That's all I wanted. What uh, I about the game stops. Thank you, Car Track. That's I'd, my favorite line from that movie. I don't remember it at they all. They hack into Car Track to find uh, Cindy Crawford Jeez. and the, the the Russian terrorist. Ah, Car Trek. <laughs> Thank you, Car Trek. Thanks, Car Trek. It's great. Get bonus time, Laser Time's weekly, full-length, uncensored, and ad-free Patreon-exclusive podcast, as well as weekly full-length movie commentaries, wrestling and cartoon video commentaries, physical rewards, the first season of Talking Simpson, and more at patreon.com slash laser time, starting at just five bucks. You'll help us live, and we'll do our best to help you never be bored again. This was a first in this episode, not for Snake, but for Armin Tamzarian's oh, background no. as being what? in Vietnam. Oh. When he sees the, after Lisa and the bad girls I, egg the puma. I got it. What are you looking at? Nothing. Then get out, because we're figuring out stuff to egg. Okay, girls. but if you really want to hunk Skinner off, I suggest you, you attack the one <laughs> thing he truly believes in. I saw some awful <laughs> things in Nam. But you really have to wonder at the mentality that would desecrate a helpless puma. <sighs> I never thought I'd say this, but the no good nicks rule this school. <laughs> Language, Skinner. No good nicks. So yeah, that is the introduction that he had been in. That uh, he had been in Nam, and it was just a one-off joke for them. Yeah. But clearly, they fell in love with it because in the next episode, yeah. Dog of Death, he will say it again. Like I've seen, I've seen a lot of my time. I was in Nam for six years. And then yeah. it cuts away. It's, it's great when you see when they find something they like. Because like Malibu Stacy happens a couple episodes in a row. It's mm-hmm. like we want to use this joke again. Yeah, um, and though who knew that it would grew to him being like. 
They, he would by the end of season four, oh. it be introduced that he had been a prisoner of war, yeah. and that he also had reenacted seen, deer hunter sequences. Yeah, he had reenacted deer hunter sequences, apocalypse now sequences, <laughs> and would eventually be set up to be Armin Tamzarian, a man who uh, no good Nick himself, who <laughs> uh, then would replace. Seymour Skinner's like we will get to it. I kind of like that episode. But as he Shock. as Lisa's uh. fucking with Skinner, Skinner notices Bart is showing an aptitude for authority. I'll get you, Bart Simpson. <laughs> if it's the last thing I do. Now what is this all about? Well, it's quite simple, really. I observed our friend groundskeeper Willie burning leaves with a blatant disregard for our clean air laws. <laughs> Bart Simpson on the side of law and order. That's the world gone topsy turvy. That's right, man. I got my first taste of authority. And I liked it. Oof. They make a point in this, like, authority's not good. Like, authority no. is not inherently good. Bart is still fucking with people, which he loves. He yeah. can now just do it but with now he no can impunity. Do it yeah. Yeah. At what cost? He <laughs> reminds me of uh, this comic I'm really enjoying right now called The Fix, which mm. it's, it's a, it slightly spoil The Fix for you, but the opening to it. But so it, you think you're reading like a... Uh, a a Tarantino-esque true crime or crime comedy type book. Mm-hmm. And the guy's talking about it like, when I was a kid, the coolest guy I ever saw was this guy who came in and robbed a bank while me and my mom were there. And then he got shot in the face by a cop. And then he's like, and then I loved that cop. That cop was the coolest. And so <laughs> it was just a guy who liked being a criminal and then realized he could be a more successful criminal under the guise of being a police officer. And well, so, thanks a lot, Mr. Spoil the Comic for me. Uh, <laughs> uh, Chris, like or he could pages. become a hall monitor. God. How would you like to be a hall monitor? Wouldn't that mean squealing on other kids? That's the meat of it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Now, witness acts, would you please tell the court what you saw? I'd be more than happy to. <laughs> yes. I saw Mr. Bantone there seal the late Mr. Palaccio in an oil drum and roll him off the pier. I kill you! <laughs> <laughs> hey, caramba! Chris, uh, dust off your death jingle for yes. Steve Allen. Oh, shit. Yeah, I believe I it died go, in 1999. Really have to go get that. that oh, is, no. We have a death jingle to signify when someone has died on the Simpsons episode. Death yes, stuck you at every turn! Ah, there it is! Steve Allen. Who would later turn against the Simpsons, I think, Quite. when he was getting old and kind of losing his mind. And that happens with older Definitely. celebrities. Like, they will be preyed upon by interest groups. Like, so, talk about how good we are. Yeah, and, I mean, talk I about know. how scared and simplistic you would be. So, yeah, <laughs> in, in the last years of his life, he mm-hmm. got approached. There, there was a group in the late 90s called the Parents Television Council. Oh, yeah, you're right. Who were taking down lots of network shows they saw as being, like, too gross or too bawdy or whatever and the two of their biggest things were things I love very much pro wrestling <laughs> and pro wrestling and the Simpsons and so they you know they got in pro wrestling's WWE specifically they got in WWE's face so much they even made up a group to be enemies in WWE to face who <laughs> wow. was called That's... Right to Censor the RTC instead of the PTC <laughs> it's, it's not ironic that these groups only attack popular things yeah no i mean christians who get mad at harry potter there's way more things for christians to be angry about but less popular ones you you seem like "Ah, i think i might have a problem with the golden compass the golden compass hates you (laughs) like yell about the golden compass like they're like sincerely anti-you and uh this this, this, just i remember like everything that on these watchdog group lists like this is the worst thing ever Mm -hmm. and 
but it has to be popular so they yeah. can capitalize on the strength of that show to get their message out. And they get to be on TV. And the best and thing then... was on number two beneath Family Guy in the early two thousands <laughs> was Arrested Development. But <laughs> Arrested Development was still on Fox, and its uh... ratings were poor. So they were like. Fuck yeah! Yes. We did sneak cunt on the air. Awesome. Let's you publicize country this. Music loving woman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or whatever that line so, is. So yeah, the PTC. They, they complain specifically about anal rapists being <laughs> visible on TV. And so now yeah, the, so the PTC. It, to me, it always felt like they got Steve Allen and his um, older, confused state to just sign a thing, or yeah. maybe, or maybe he did just feel that way yeah, later. Yeah, things in life, were better then. I'd be happy to represent you. He could change his mind. But he had appeared twice on The Simpsons, and he had been on multiple wrestling things. Like he, these were things he supported. But then and Steve, Steve Allen is the first host of the Tonight Show, or the second. Uh, was Jack Parr the Jack first? Parr was first, yeah. Okay. second. Yeah. So one last thing about this fantasy sequence, we're kind of stuck in it, but it is actually a parody mm-hmm. of a famous rape trial. Ooh, yes. William Kennedy Smith, uh, one oh of the Kennedy uh, brethren. He, uh, One of the Kennedy brethren rape, rape. Yes, apparently. Uh, well, actually, he was acquitted, but I, I assume that uh, he did it because he's a rich guy. Who That's a anything. Yes. Um... And he's a Kennedy too, he's so you know them. And uh, basically, it was one of the first major. Uh, she is mine. <laughs> it was one of the first major uh, date rape trials that was, I guess, televised. And um, yeah. the woman asked for ad- her identity to be censored. And I was looking up like, why? What was the? I mean, I know the reason behind it, but I wanted to see what people were talking about. And like, I, I googled it. And every editorial was like, this woman should not be censored. If she can, she can accuse a man, they should know who she is. It's like, wait a minute, why? guys. Yeah. And um, what a funny retribution by yeah. booing out his face. Like, oh no, Mike Reese hates this joke on the yeah. commentary. He's like, we had we oh how funny we parodied a, a real rape yeah <laughs> how hilarious i had no idea Jesus. so yeah that blue dot is essentially like from that trial wow. like because be- before it would just be a mosaic but i guess sure. the mosaic wasn't enough though i do love that like i kill you yeah i, I, kill I, you. I caramba <laughs> and uh this also was not the last this might be the first time but it's certainly not the last time groundskeeper willie has sworn revenge on bart <laughs> yes. simpson like and he's almost killed him like not even counting the halloween episodes he's almost killed bart like four times in my memory he's kind of like a mr burns figure in that yeah. like he never gets his revenge really you know no, he, can, he always swears it but he also gets to go so far of just like wait you should be fired like you yeah. shouldn't be working with children anymore after trying to kill them uh, uh, there's another great joke and in, in between all this um Homer uh, forgetting his daughter. Bart's grades are up a little this term. The leases are way down. Oh, we always have one good kid and one <laughs> lousy kid. Why can't both our kids be good? We have three kids, Homer. Marge, a dog doesn't count as a kid. <laughs> no, Maggie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what about Stitch Face? <laughs> That'd be two years from now. He doesn't even feel that bad about forgetting. He's like, oh, yeah. It's a genuine revelation. Yeah. I also, I love the animation on Millhouse's wedgie walk. Yeah. When he gets that wedge, he's like, Thanks, Bart. I think that's 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 phys- that's non-Homer physical comedy that doesn't really occur in The yeah. Simpsons all that much. Yeah, but the thing has to Bart stops it by just saying like eh, his belly's not getting any pinker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Milos is the only child that can really hurt that much outside of maybe Martin. You know, yeah, they're kind of the only ones who. And well, Bart can sometimes like get hit that's so true. hard. Like I just remember in the hockey episode where they go like. This is for wasting teachers' valuable time. <laughs> this, they're laying into him so hard. I cannot wait to get to that. That, that has a moment. That episode has a moment that makes me laugh so hard. We'll get to it in about a year, 20, year and a half, 20, eighteen months, twenty seventeen, probably eighteen months. Uh, but meanwhile, Lisa is is just on a slow descent into just full on rebellion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is just a great line. Lisa, you're not sprinkling <sighs> your sparkles. 
shove it. <gasps> I have never seen a good student take such a slide. Lisa, what are you rebelling against? What do you got? <laughs> and I, I meant I had to look up that clip because that's a, a refer a Marlon Brando right, reference yeah. um, to the movie. What is it? The Wild One? Uh, yeah, the Wild oh, One. The Wild right, One. Yeah. And like that, I re- I'd seen the movie, um, but it's it's just not read like that at all. And there's mm-hmm. no sting to it. Hey, Johnny, what are you rebelling against? What do you got? <laughs> <laughs> but it's such it's a it, it, but it's colored yeah. my like that whole line that line should be Brando's but for me it's now Lisa's yeah mm. uh, but it's such like that movie is such a B movie they would definitely they parody that more in the uh, okay episode with Hell, the Hell Satans in it if you remember that mm. one not when, the Christ Punchers uh, <laughs> <laughs> I preferred that one there we go see uh, there's some good jokes yeah. we will appreciate them more I think. Uh, but by the way Lisa's bad girlfriends they don't show up that like they're yeah, they well never designed they should have showed back up again I think they but were expelled after this it's it's weird that those those characters though are the only ones who are visually representative of the time period the Simpsons is being that's made true. everybody else is in a plain t-shirt plain true, shirt yeah. plain shorts and could well, be in any decade I mean Jimbo Dolph Kearney Nelson like they're the bad boys they yeah. they don't have maybe Jimbo has the closest like oh yeah that's what kids oh, those fat time Albert more. ski hat I <laughs> guess oh, well then again uh, what uh, Jimbo Kearney the third one Dolph Dolph, yeah. Dolph with his side parts like mm. uh, no, hey, that's, that's fully back now yeah it is it is, it is hardcore but also, I do love that Skinner celebrates that the thing that the school has become a police state yeah and uh, I absolutely dreamed of the stro- stolen oh, goods yes. the confiscated, the goods, confiscated locker. goods locker so great and I think this is this has to be lost references now you know before there were some corridors of this school you'd just never go down now I feel safe anywhere. Every day is a new fight, sir. Mm, Bart, the school is a police state. Students are afraid to sneeze. And I have you to thank. <laughs> Come with me. Madre de Dios! The legends were true! Yes, Bart. Whenever a teacher confiscates something, it ends up here. Salacious halter tops, complete collections of mad, <laughs> cracked, and the occasional issue of crazy, and this fake plastic derriere. <laughs> now, to show my gratitude, yeah. I want you to help yourself to an item of your choice. <gasps> right. Ooh, now you be careful with that crossbow. I will. I, so wait a minute. Was, was Crazy the Marvel ripoff of Crack that lasted for like? I think, I think it was fake. It's, I it think that fake. one was. Made I thought up. Crazy was real. I, I'm pretty you know, sure it is I, real. I, I, I normally check it. for these things, but I assumed, I, was I assumed it was I assumed fake. It was, it was, fake, it was making yeah. fun of that stupid naming convention or the fact that Crack didn't really bother coming up with it. It's just so weird to think of Crack as a terrible Mad Magazine ripoff when that brand is now more valuable than Mad. It, especially Crack as like an insult. Like, oh man, you're totally cracked. I know that guy's mad. I know that Marvel. Oh, wow. Now you are correct, Bob. Ooh. From 1973 to 1993. Yes, oh, um, 93. Damn. Marvel's version of it. Because Marvel had its own joke book called What the? But uh, I, I, I'm I, surprised it took him till 73 to... Uh, sorry, 73 to 83. Oh, 83. Got I, it. Because I, we I'm mentioned somewhere... it took him that long to rip off Mad. I was pretty shocked that you and I, Bob, were just both like obsessed with Mad Magazine. I was, yeah. In the same period. I was... <laughs> I had a Mad Magazine club that made a little fucking fort house out of a stupid cardboard <laughs> box that had Alfred E. Newman, and I try and draw the logo all over. I used I used a ruler to do the fold fold ins to make them perfect. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Per- must uh, preserve Al Jaffe's art. I saw a great Almighty tweet. Oller. I saw a great tweet recently where 
DC Comics tweeted out a cover from Mad because DC Comics owns Mad Magazine or they're, you know, whatever. Uh, so they tweeted it out and it is a, a cover making fun of Donald Trump because they make fun of every single public figure ever. Yeah. It is, and then every reply was like, I hope you're doing a Hillary one. Oh, you've lost all, <laughs> uh, you've lost all credibility <laughs> with me. How dare DC Comics be like this? this it shouldn't be political. I was like, it's was fucking DC. mad. It yeah. does this every time. They it do does this, this with everybody. everybody. Yes. Nine million Clinton blowjob covers, I bet. Yes, they, somebody in the replies were like, here's the Mad Max cover with, um, it's Hillary is Furiosa. They just did it. Like, but the, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I have that issue for some yeah. reason. I did want to ask you guys, have you ever had anything confiscated? Oh, yeah please mm. please do tell um, i had i had one really awful awful teacher and i hope she's dead now mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I, I sincerely mean that because i i sincerely believe at the time when i was 10 i'm like i, I might be smarter than this adult <laughs> i might be smarter than her and i would always get my tests done like half an hour early um because as we all explain we're all child geniuses who became yeah. dumb adults yes um, I'm, now, I'm now drinking so i can be dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so i would always get my test done early and she would take away anything i brought to read after doing the test so, like give me that like just, like just spiteful you, about me wow. not finishing things quickly like I wasn't trying or something I don't know give you extra attention so yeah. I hated her uh, I'm not gonna oh, say you her think name you're so smart huh no you know I don't I think maybe I had like a toy confiscator or something tons of I things I have, I've had were confiscated um, maybe once uh, it's it, one of the one of the most disillusioning things so I'll save that one but <laughs> w- like it, it was always something I felt I really wanted my parents really didn't buy me toys and like really were like very late to trends i'd always get the rip off of what was that whatever was popular and we weren't necessarily poor they were just dicks <laughs> uh, but, but i finally got a fucking this is like second grade a glow worm everybody was talking oh, snap, about glow worms. worms yeah it's yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah a rigid finger puppet that <laughs> cute and glowed in the dark and came but in its own little bag yes and, totally, yeah. but totally an awkward flashlight you slept with yeah yes <laughs> And I got one, and I was like, I couldn't wait because I felt like I was the last one to get one, and everybody was talking about them, and I'm going to miss the trend. And I went in the lunchroom to show everybody, and a teacher just came up right away and confiscated it. And at that point, I thought, I'll get it back eventually. I never did. No, nothing, no one ever figured out what happened to it, and I was, as a little kid, really devastated. Mm. And then uh, later in middle school, I got a, I was, was pretending to be in a sport so I could fit in. Uh-huh. But I was actually just really into cartoons and Mad Magazine here. Simpsons. I faked uh, liking sports for a few yes. years. So, well. I, so when Disney bought the Mighty Ducks, I'm like, I'm going to wear uh-huh. all Mighty Ducks. I wore sports shirts every day to try and fit in with the fucking mm-hmm. cool crowd. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, But when Mighty Ducks came out, I'm like, I'm going to own this shit because this is a Disney property. It looks like Donald... <laughs> Uh, and you I, sneak in your love of cartoons. Yeah, did you, your hat, your house, your, your schools have hat rules. Like take yeah, them off. When yeah. It was a Catholic school, so it was like no hats at all. No hats, period. period. Yeah. Like so, ours was no hats, and like I walked through the threshold. I remember feeling it was like it was unfair. Uh, it, like I walked through the threshold and hadn't taken off, and like right when I'm an inch past the threshold of the door, the teacher grabbed it, confiscated oh. it, and gave it. He's like you, you were warned. We just increased hat violation rules. This has to go to the principal. So <laughs> it's I was the chair for you, Chris. The I hat was saving chair. up wow. for like three weeks for this hat. And I go, what I do is I go and I get a copy from the library of the schools and the Florida Educational uh, Board's rule book on what's allowed to be confiscated and what isn't. Objection! And I stay up all night writing all that information down. And I write it all down, like, according to statute and bylaw, this and that. And then I walk to the principal and I give this speech. And, like, he is, like, he's behind his desk, <laughs> but a giant black man. And, and Was it Principal Blackman? He's quiet. Mm-hmm. And then, like, statue byline and then according to that you will be subject to and he's like what get the fuck out of my office (laughs) 
and like wow. the, all that work to try and trap him, it just took a little so, yelling and a swear word, and like he did not get out the board of education. In other no, words, okay. no, no, that, that was uh, yeah. I, I would never bring Mad Magazine to school uh, because I was like, this is this shit's too hot for Catholic yeah, school, I can't man. Take it. Wow, I the worst I had was a teacher who really. Well, no, I definitely had a worse teacher than this, but I remember in elementary school, a teacher, she didn't confiscate anything, but she was, she had a very, she was very against the gifted program, which I was a part of. She felt that it was favoring some kids and making other kids feel bad mm. they weren't in the gifted program. So, of course, it was and your so, fault, Henry. <laughs> and so, yeah, when a, when a child would return <laughs> from the gifted program, I heard, this happened once where she, this wasn't me, but it was another gifted kid in the group, that she said to them like oh you think you're so special in the gifted program huh all the other kids here are learning just the same as you you're nothing special like whoa like that you're saying that to a child you find Carmen Sandiego egghead yeah (laughs) she shelved you Uh, I mean gifted classes had their own negatives but yeah uh, uh, but you know this this episode is like both nice and mean to teachers like it definitely thinks it teachers are frauds but it, it feels bad for them being frauds they're like they don't want this either like they don't want to be teachers <laughs> and they don't know more than the kids but they're trapped and they're, yes. they're just sad desperate well, people this, this I, actually illustrates a problem in academia in mm-hmm. which uh educators used to be gatekeepers to knowledge but mm-hmm. now the internet exists so it's like why are yeah. we here why are people paying us like my your babysitters with arbitrary trivia yeah people and that's that's what it proves uh, it doesn't seem to hate teachers it's just the idea that like if you chose to shepherd a child do you tell them about the Battle of New Orleans? Of <laughs> yeah. course you don't. It's, it's not an interest to you at all. Like, but that's mm-hmm. you have to be taught that uh, in a nineteen like a nineties era school. I feel like it's been forever since we played a clip. <laughs> but it's, it's just more awesome music and a, a character I wish got brought back more. Seymour, this is an absence slip signed by Nelson's mother, yeah. and this is Nelson's English homework. Notice the identical elongated loops on the D's. Forgery. So he didn't have leprosy. (laughs) This is a great day for me. I thought I could never teach again. Oh, things have changed. There will be no mockery of your name, Mr. Glasscock. <laughs> Mr. Glasscock. <laughs> love it. Did they say it. cock on television? They did. Yeah. They can just pretend it's a real name. And but... I know someone named Glasscock now, and I can't. Wow. I can't. I know a Taylor Cock, who's a <laughs> friend of ours. He's the cock man. But uh, well, hey, Bob, you're saying something like you've been a teacher, like you've. Taught. I have been. Yeah, yes. I taught college writing classes while I was in grad school, and uh, thankfully, I guess the furthest you can go is like wacky macky. But there's no, there's nothing really you can do with my name. Swacky. But a lot of the kids called me Mr. Mac, which I thought was like, okay, I don't want to be the South Park guy, so let's <laughs> steer away from that. Yeah, I was like, oh, I turned damn. the chair around. My name is Bob. Mr. Mac is my dad's name, but do you, I don't know where sexy. he is. I'll so. come up with something. I'll come up with something. <laughs> something. Uh, I just love the. You do feel. I feel so bad for the teachers in this, and though also I totally went Lisa, angry Lisa, yeah. the Lisa who is like full of contempt for I, teachers I that this. she thinks she she knows she's smarter than. Mm-hmm. Lisa, what 19th century figure was nicknamed Old Hickory? I don't know. Mm-hmm. You? <laughs> Perfect kid insult, Lisa, by the way. if you'd bothered to do the assignment, you'd know the answer is... The Battle of New Orleans. I mean, Andrew Jackson. Well, you're earning your 18 grand a year. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid Hoover. I think she's so smart. She wouldn't be so smart without her teacher's edition. Love the music in this episode. It's really love it, love it. I, I think I... Watching this, 
I regretted valuing being like smug or dickish to a <laughs> yeah. t- somebody I didn't like instead of like maybe I could have worked harder on myself, but instead I worked the hard to think of a clever, mean thing that really gets you and embarrass you. It took me a while me. to get over that. I pray to God I still don't act like that. I, I mean, like I se- <laughs> six years ago, I was in... I have five hours of audible proof every week <laughs> that I do still do that. Actually, uh, actually. Six years ago, I was in this uh, time management meeting thing. It was like an all-day thing. It, it actually wasn't that bad, and I did learn some things from it, but... I came in with a total chip on my shoulder, and I'm sure the the guy who runs runs those meetings sees a million guys like me. He asked me a question, and then I replied with a question. He's like, "You know, I find that you you always uh, you often answer a question with a question." And then I said, "Oh, do I?" <laughs> and I was like, "Boom, I got you, buddy." But and then he just kind of like, <sighs> "Yes," and I was like, "Okay, I guess we're." Like this won't work the same as it did in school. Like I'm getting paid by you guys. I'm, I'm 30. This might not be the right place to do this. Maybe, maybe I just I idolized John Lennon. That's all he did, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. Is it really wrong? Anyways, the teachers' editions are stolen, ladies and gentlemen. The unthinkable has happened. Some sick, twisted individual has stolen every teacher's edition in this school. What do we do? Declare a snow day. Does anyone know the multiplication table? Uh, please, please don't yeah, panic. Dan. I can smell fear. <laughs> I love the montage of the teachers being terrible yeah. and improvising. As a kid, this gave this gave me the fuel to be like, yeah, teachers suck. But as yeah. an adult, I'm like, they hate the situation that too. Is, I yeah. call yeah. teachers suck. The, this is what the clip Children, is called. I know this is highly irregular, but for the rest of the uh, day, Martin will be teaching this class. I will? But I wouldn't know where to begin. Just do it, Brainiac. <laughs> Have I ever told you kids about the 60s? <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> my, my favorite, my, we had a substitute come in and he clearly wasn't prepared mm-hmm. to teach geography in middle school. And so he just like sits downstairs at the class and puts a boombox on the table, plays this up, and tells us the story of James Taylor's fire and rain. <laughs> wow. it, like about how it was about James Taylor's girlfriend dying on a plane crash in a plane crash on her way to come see him again. <laughs> and I always Jesus. thought I'd see you again. And I just remember is like and some people say this song. And he's like crying and trying wow. to explain as James Taylor. This is a teacher improving. And so what working, I learned that day in geography yeah. was about James Taylor's <laughs> fire and That's rain. Great. I uh, for the longest time as a kid when I heard her calm blue ocean. It took thing. me until I had captions to yeah, know. That. Yeah, I was just like, is this a? Is this just her mantra? Is this like? Are, are these made up words? I can't understand. Yeah, I, thought, I read it as one word: calm blue ocean. I'm calm like, blue is that ocean. A word I don't blo- know. Yeah, yeah. That it would be something spelled like something in yelled in Killer Instinct. Calm blue ocean. Yeah, it would be something like C O M B L U. T O T I O N. I assume it was like a word I couldn't figure out. We yeah. are running. Long. Let me try and wrap this up because I uh, love um, these clips. Uh, the cops Bart- breaking into the library. I love that. That is uh, so funny. Yeah, like it's, it's just a perfect. It's a perfect cutoff for the joke. It's bam, bam, boosh. In the batter ramp. It's it's so fast and so great. It's perfect Simpsons pacing. I love that joke. Yeah. It's like my favorite thing in the episode. Uh, but I also love. Uh, it's nice to see. I love Bart and Lisa moments. And Bart is with Skinner trying to track down the teacher's edition, and it's we get they the find return out. of the Axel F theme uh, parody that they this had put in uh, Radio Bart. There it is. <laughs> but uh, Bart's discovery of Lisa being the uh, criminal here. Lisa, that's right. It was I. Please, why did you do it? Come on, Bart. In your pre-fascist days, you knew the giddy <laughs> thrill of feudal rebellion. Yeah, but even I had my limits. 
You're looking at expulsion for this. I know, I know. Mm. <laughs> oh, really like both of the reads there. Very convincing as children. Yeah, it's a very, it is a very sweet brother and sister thing in the end. And ultimately, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love how low the stakes are because mm-hmm. Skinner says, uh, "But you should have saved the school one hundred twenty dollars." The books. Oh, answers, answers. Simpson, you just saved this school one hundred and twenty dollars. <laughs> Who's behind this monstrous crime? I am. Uh, <gasps> I've been so blind. In retrospect, the signs all pointed to a rogue hall monitor. Sorry that I betrayed your trust, Principal Sucker. Now, Bart, in light of your recent service to the school, I've decided to be lenient. 400 days Uh, detention. Yeah, 400 days. I can do that standing on my head. All right, 500 days. Woohoo, big man. 600 days. Maybe I'll just shut my big mouth. <laughs> so I stupidly went and looked up how many days are in the school year. How many? Like 200? Or... No, 180. Oh, so, so Bart's going to be in high school. I I, Bart's not going to be allowed to go to high school <laughs> because he'll still be in Springfield Elementary Detention yeah. with 600 wow. days detention in the fourth grade. Maybe time off for good behavior. I, and I do I do love his chalkboard, the, the end of the show chalkboard gag of, I will not expose the ignorance of the faculty. <laughs> that is, that is so least. great. Yeah, yeah. It's a re- this is a really fun episode. And then Millhouse then becomes the new strongman. Too is just the cute, cute aside. It, it's super cute. It starts where I mean, there's no like surprise first act that leads into something else. It's all one yeah. strong A story, yeah. and I love it a lot. It's very heartwarming. A lot of great character moments, and more uh, more info about Skinner as a character. Yeah, what I like. that's what I like. And also, here. Bart is right that in future, uh, in the futures we've seen of the Simpsons, Bart is the freeloader taking advantage of the much more yeah. upwardly mobile Lisa. He'll be there to borrow money. Exactly. In and that terrible would. episode. Yeah. <laughs> Smell you later. Uh, uh, gross. Okay, so yes, thank you for joining us, everybody. Ooh. I've been Bob Mackey, your host. You can catch me on Twitter as Bob Servo. I also host the classic gaming podcast known as Retronauts. You can find that at retronauts.com or usgamer.net. I also write for somethingawful.com. Lots of fun humor jokes for all you friends. Ooh. Who else wants to talk about what they do? Um, I, uh, Laser Time is the show that kind of started this whole operation. Uh, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash laser time, that made this whole show happen, and the first season is available there free for patrons, and I understand there's an asterisk in that sentence somewhere. Uh, but uh, we had, and Laser Time is a pop culture show that's sort of like this, but takes a singular pop culture topic, and we kind of use, if you're a Simpsons fan, we kind of use Jace Sherman, um, Jay Sherman's appearance on The Simpsons ah, as a backdoor yes. pilot mm. for a recent topic, uh, and it's a lot of fun. You should check it out. And if you like traveling back in time through audio, there's 302010 where we talk about the big events in a given week 30 years ago, 20 years ago, and 10 years ago. That's 86, 96, and 2006. It's surprising what stuff happened around the same times. And also, I write for fandom.wikia.com. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back next week with Dog of Death. Later. infotainment.